Hello, Ubies. It's Kelly here. I'm popping into your ears to tell you about our brand new podcast here at Mamma Mia that I thought you might like. It's called The Spill and it's our daily podcast and I'm a big fan of it because it's about everything celebrity and pop culture and it's the perfect thing for when you're travelling home from work or at the gym picking the kids up or while you're taking your makeup off and doing your nighttime routine. It's hosted by Mamma Mia's entertainment editor, Laura Brodnick, and our influencer expert and my very dear friend, Key Reese. The Spill drops every afternoon at 3pm and I actually couldn't recommend it more, but that's enough of me chatting about it. Now I want you to hear it. So here is their Friday episode from this week. And if you like what you hear, remember to subscribe to The Spill and share it with a friend. Enjoy! This episode of The Spill is brought to you by Nescafe Gold. Make the moment matter with the new cafe-inspired range. This episode of The Spill features discussions of suicide. Listener discretion is advised. If this raises any issues for you, please reach out to Lifeline on 13 11 14. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your snackable daily podcast where we talk about everything entertainment and pop culture every day. I'm Key Reese from Mamma Mia's influencer agency Social Squad and last night I went out to a restaurant for dinner at 5.30pm. That is really disappointing news from you. I'm Laura Brodnick, I'm Mamma Mia's entertainment editor and I was at a function drinking champagne and getting the entertainment goss because that is our job. Hang on a minute, where was my invite? Oh, I've just realised the floor and saying this on air. Next time, buddy, next time I'll invite oh you. My goodness. Well, we'll talk about that later. On the show today, Miley Cyrus has shared an emotional message about her divorce. So why do we still see her as a villain? Setting the record straight about her split from Liam Hemsworth, literally in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten tweets. A very (laughs) candid Miley, I would Mm -hmm. say. The new season of 13 Reasons Why is out today on Netflix, but should the show ever have aired in the first place? Backlash over the Netflix series 13 Reasons Why. Some saying the show may be doing more harm than good. And it's Friday, which means we can watch. We're going to tell you what is new, what you need to put in front of your eyeballs. But to kick off the show today, I never thought I would have to talk about this, but... um, Royal Transport. No one ever thought we'd be here, but here we are. We've arrived. Somehow we got here because today it seems that Kate and Wills have clapped back at Harry and Meg's in a very public way. They flew commercial to visit the Queen at Balmoral and got papped along the way. So this comes off the back of this whole week where Harry and Meg's have been kind of pulled in the press for their use of private jets. Everybody can take responsibility. So don't go on a private jet, thank you. Fly on a budget airline. At a glance, it seems pretty shady from Wills and Kate. But what would the alternative be flying private? Then that just would have, you know, people would have been pissed in the public. So... What what do you think I should have oh, done? Oh, look, I don't think it's a shady move at all. I think that that's just kind of a bit of a tabloidy way for everyone to continue to spin this feud between two duchesses because we all find that very enticing. Like It's some kind of reality show. But I do think that they took the commercial flight because there has been so much backlash around Meghan and Harry taking the private flight that it's just a good PR move at this stage for them to take it. Also, Kate has taken quite a lot of commercial flights. I remember she's flown to um, a few different countries countries when she's traveling solo just her and an aide and there's pictures of her being escorted onto the plane as the last person just quickly ducking into her seat sitting there for the flight and then being the first person taken off it's a bit harder with their three kids and their entourage 
But I do think in this case it was just a PR move to kind of quiet the backlash down a little bit. Just a note before we move on to the next topic, we will be discussing the news around 13 Reasons Why, which contains discussion of suicide. If this raises any issues, please reach out to Lifeline on 13 11 14. May I have your attention, please? We received some extremely sad news from the Evergreen County Sheriff. Bryce Walker was found and has been confirmed dead. The third season of 13 Reasons Why, the controversial teen show, is out on Netflix today, but questions still remain as to whether it should have ever even aired in the first place. For those of you who don't know, the drama depicts the aftermath of the suicide of 17-year-old Hannah Baker, who's played by Australian actress Catherine Langford. And at the time it launched, there were many petitions, even after it launched, for the show to be taken off the air due to the graphic nature. But now it seems like they're taking more of a dramatic turn with the show. How was this going to work, Laura, when it was originally positioned as a suicide awareness piece? Yeah, see, it's the direction of this of season three that's really become the issue here. So when 13 Reasons Why first came out in 2017, not only was it such a huge ratings hit for Netflix, there was actually a lot of positive discussion mixed in with the negative reviews around the fact that it did raise awareness about suicide and mental health and bullying. But as the show moved into its second season, that's when the backlash and the real aftermath of what they'd shown on screen started. So one of the first big red flags that was raised was that Australian Youth Mental Health Service Headspace issued a warning in April of 2017 over the graphic content that is featured in the series. And they did that because there had been um, an increased number of calls to their service from teenagers who were experiencing difficulty from the show just from watching those scenes. So that's a pretty negative thing straight out of the gate. There are a lot of petitions for it to be removed. And then Netflix tried to kind of fix it up. They added these warning cards, there were graphic content, they created a website that people who were affected by the show could go and visit. But it all kind of came to a head in July of this year when Netflix announced they had actually removed that most controversial suicide scene from season one on the recommendation of medical experts that it was too troubling for people to watch. But at this stage, it had already been on the service for two years. So in a way, it was like the damage had been done. Yeah, I I feel like the damage had definitely been done. Is, Is it common for shows to do things like that if they kind of get this feedback? Um, it is a little it, – it, it is very rare for it to happen. I think the last time Netflix did anything like this was when they removed a scene from that Sandra Bullock movie Bird Box because it was oh, real yeah. footage of people in disaster. But it is unlikely for them to go and take especially such a crucial scene out of a show. But even two years on, having such a brutal depiction of suicide – in a show that's aimed at teenagers on the streaming service was just so, and even not even just for teenagers. I remember watching that scene Mm. and literally having to throw my computer across the bed and just walk out of the room. It is still to this day, the most distressing thing I have ever seen on a streaming service. And I just think now that season three is out today and we know the storyline has kind of moved, it's still dealing with those issues, but it's moved now into a bit more of a teen drama kind of thing. So in this new season three that's out today, the tagline that Netflix has put out is that it's following the disappearance of a football player and main character Clay finds himself under scrutiny with the other group of teenagers as they go through an investigation that threatens to lay bare their deepest secrets. So even that's tying it a little bit to the themes of the show. What started out as suicide and mental health awareness, allegedly, I think we have to remember that Netflix is an entertainment service, 
now that the show's moved into Riverdale, Pretty Little Lies territory a little bit, it feels like it's dangerous and it shouldn't have aired in the first place. We'll be back in a moment, but first a message from our presenting partners, Nescafe Gold. What would you say if I told you that you could be drinking cafe-style coffee at home without even having to leave your house? Laugh in my face, tell me I was dreaming? Well, what if I told you it was actually 100% true? Expertly crafted with care, the new Nescafe Gold Cafe-inspired coffee range delivers a deliciously richer and creamier taste topped with a long-lasting silky froth in convenient little sachets. All you need to do is boil your kettle, open the sachet, fill your mug with hot water and then just sit back and enjoy. Whether you like Nescafe Gold Cappuccino Original, Cappuccino Intense, Creme Brulee Latte or Roasted Hazelnut Mocha, the Nescafe Gold Cafe Inspired range is for you. Find it now in the coffee aisle at your local supermarket. Singer, actress and all-round badass Miley Cyrus has denied reports of cheating in an emotional series of 11 tweets, making it very clear that she did not cheat on Liam Hemsworth and stressing that she has nothing to hide. So she started the series of tweets by saying, I can accept that the life I've chosen means I must live completely transparent with my fans who I love and the public 100% of the time. What I cannot accept is being told I am lying to cover up a crime I haven't committed. I have nothing to hide. In the tweets that followed, she highlighted many of the revelations from earlier in her career, such as drinking and partying, and she also revealed that she had a history of infidelity and past relationships, but emphasised that this had never happened between her and Liam, saying, The truth is, once Liam and I reconciled, I meant it and I was committed. There are no secrets to uncover here. I've learned from every experience in my life. I'm not perfect. I don't want to be. It's boring. I've grown up in front of you, but the bottom line is I have grown up. She went on to say that they were together for a decade and that she'll always love him. But at this point, she had to make a healthy decision for herself um, and leave a previous life behind. She also added that she's in the healthiest and happy place she's been in a long time. And she's simply in a different place from where she was when she was younger. So people do change. I think what she said rang really true to a lot of people's um, feelings as well. Like the comments that she's received in response to it have been wildly positive. So Laura, who is more devastated by this news? Them or us? Uh, Look, in this case, I'd have to say us. Well, not us. I say us as the general public who seem to be having a very difficult time with this breakup more so than we should be. And I think why she's felt such a need to write this big emotional piece. And there was even things in there about the fact that she'd, you know, lost jobs before because of her behavior and all these other different, like she just went off this huge tangent, but it felt very justified because she's been painted as the villain in all of this. She really has. She's been painted as a cheater. She's been painted as unstable and kind kind of this um, wild, broken woman, whereas Liam Hemsworth has been painted as kind of the crushed good guy. And I think it's because the pictures we've seen in the press lately, because like we were talking about the other day, the photos that we're seeing of Liam are, are him in this really wholesome Byron Bay environment. With around his family. Around his family with all his nieces and nephews and his brother looking really heartbroken. And the images we're getting of Miley of her on a yacht in Lake Como with her rumoured new girlfriend, Caitlin Carter. And I think that people are kind of wanting to place blame on her for that and kind of almost insinuate that if she's potentially dating a woman, that her like her idea of her sexuality is almost like a backlash or a mental health issue or something like that. And it's just getting quite out of control, if you ask me. 
Yeah, I agree. I think that just because she's choosing to move on in whatever way that she does and it's a little bit different to how he is coping, I don't. I think we're like trying to draw too long of a bow and painting her as the villain. Yeah, because last time we heard from this little celeb circle that's happening here was the fact that Miley Cyrus and rumoured girlfriend <laughs> Caitlin Carter had sent a birthday present to her ex-husband yes. Brody Jenner. So this was all over Instagram yesterday. So the two of them had sent a couple's, their first couple's gift that I can say to Brody Jenner for his 36th birthday and it, the card was signed from both of them. He plastered all over Instagram. Both of them republished it and it was a box of, like it was like a weed bouquet yeah. and all this other stuff and it was crazy. So they're obviously having this kind of laughy, jokey, everything's fine relationship. Fans are broken hearted. The press is reporting it in this crazy way. So that's what's kind of spurned her to make this big emotional plea about her life. All I can say is I can't wait for the next season of The Hills because we're going to get some juicy insight behind what's been going on. All right, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. Weekend watch, Laura Brodnick. What should I be watching this weekend? Okay, because we've had a very heavy week and a very heavy heavy episode with some of the stuff we've talked about, I have brought a very fun new comedy for Weekend Watch. So it's a new comedy that's out on Foxtel this week called The Righteous Gemstones. There's been a lot of anticipation on the series. It's finally here. So this, the show follows this really famous yet very dysfunctional family of televangelists. Ooh, uh, interesting. Um, and it's this incredible comedy starring Danny McBride, John Goodman, Edie Patterson, Adam Devine, who you might remember from the Pitch Perfect franchise. He's so funny. Yeah, He's yeah, great yeah. in this. Um, so it's about the, the Gemstone family. Like I said, they're televangelists. They do a lot of charity work publicly and like in the name of Jesus Christ. But they also have this very long tradition of deviance and greed. And it's kind of just watching this family just, it's so politically incorrect, but so funny. Just really clever comedy. It's dropping week by week so you can get your gemstones fix every week. So that's what I'm watching. Oh, great. On Foxtel. On Foxtel. There we go. All right. All right what so, are you doing? Okay. Well, I'm just turning up a little bit. This is a bit of a weekend listen. Okay, you know how I feel about breaking the rules Sorry. of Weekend Watch. It's sacred, but I'll let it go this time. What I you think this is okay. So 10-time Grammy winner and global pop icon Taylor Swift, her seventh studio album is out today called Lover. And this week she did a partnership with Spotify. So it started on Tuesday and they created a playlist called Love Taylor, the Lover Enhanced Album. And each day she was dropping little hints about the new album, um, meaning behind lyrics. Anyway, today for the launch, she's dropped all of the 18 tracks from Lover in this, as well as hidden messages and 11 of her favourite love songs. So Lover the Album is a bit of a love letter to love. So I think if you need some love this weekend, this is what you need to put in your ears. We'll link it in the show notes to make it really easy for you. And hopefully you love it. Love that recommendation. <laughs> love. So love, much love. So much love. Thank you for listening to The Spill today. We love hearing from you. So if you have any topic suggestions, please email us at thespill at mamamia.com.au. Anyone Instagram as much as we are? Great. Well, check us out at Mamma Mia Entertainment. Laura and I pop on to stories each afternoon and give you a little run through. So it's pretty funny. We're not that good at it, but we're trying. And remember, while you're listening, to subscribe and make sure you leave us a review. The Spill is produced by Hannah Bowman. We'll see you on mamamia.com.au. Bye. Bye. This episode of The Spill is brought to you by Nescafe Gold. Make the moment matter with the new cafe-inspired range.